Get ready. It's time for Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's late night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. That's a professional newswoman that you were interrupting. I love her. I know, but she's like trying to give the weather. And she's the tell best. The, tell well, the, the weather is to out the people there. out there in Cam Wexland. It's land. gonna be like a hundred degrees tomorrow. It's unbelievable. You, you're you're like the the guy who sits in the movie theater and talks back to the screen. No, no, no. no. You were you were totally no, doing no. that. She was talking. Well, and I, you I were was like, reacting to the news of the day, Michael. Right. Which is what one does when one is a radio. Like, host. like when you talk to the movie screen. No, I don't talk to the movie screen. You get kicked out of the movies when you. Well, do. you're about it, to get kicked out of this. Uh, I this, am not going to get the newsroom here, out of here because I, I may not be back tomorrow, but I will not get kicked out tonight. Yeah, you you want to talk about what you did today? <clears throat> um. Well, I, I'm trying to reflect on. Uh, <clears throat> on my day, seems like uh, well, I had a lunch meeting and uh, mm-hmm. did some work. Mm-hmm. Uh, had Tula over, yeah, my granddaughter. She was cute little thing, huh? She loves Papa. Who can blame her? Uh, yeah, I mean, she loves Papa. Yeah, and uh, so hanging out there, playing with the ball. Yeah. Uh, she can say baseball perfectly. Baseball. Baseball. Can she say mom? Uh, mama, yeah. Mama, okay. But baseball, it might be the clearest word that comes out of her mouth. Isn't that interesting? Yes. I wonder who gave her that It's hard to word. say. Yeah. And uh, so she was there, and then uh, then I picked up some sandwiches. Yeah. Uh, took them downtown to my buddy's office. Yep. That would be uh, that would My be house, you. my office, yeah. And you got the, uh, you know, you happen to have a pool table in there. Yeah, uh-huh. <clears throat> so we... Uh, <clears throat> We played a little pool. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't go well for me. It uh, was pretty good for me, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't like to talk, Michael. Yeah, no, clearly. uh, But, um, Uh, and I was not, uh, I have to say, it has to be said, I I was not on my top of my game tonight. Right. I missed a lot of shots. Folks. For those of you who are regular listeners, you you hear him beaming with pride and uh, happiness. Uh, He beat me. But I, I have to tell you what happened after he beat me on the pool table. What? So after he beats me on the pool table, I shut down the office. We're yeah. going out the front door. Yeah. And Hancock has parked his car in the oh, street in front that. of my building. Yes. And <clears throat> as if his granddaughter is sitting there on the ground saying, Papa, Papa, <laughs> Hancock puffs out his chest and proudly says, how about that? Did Kelly? you see that? Did you see that? Is what he said to me, and yeah. I said, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "The parking oh, job. The parking job, right Perfect. here." He goes, "I'm about three to five inches away from the, the uh, curb. curb. No, nope, not touching the curb. Totally parallel. But totally to the parallel. Curb. The back and a three to the five. Front I mean, the front of the car, foot. exactly to the nose of the parking meter. Yes, it was." Now, a picture, it was You're it was what, 59 years old? I will be in my 50s for two more weeks. So you're you're 59 years old, and you are beaming about something you've been doing for the better part of 30, well, uh, 39 driving, years of your life. Uh, Almost 40 years. You know, to be perfectly honest with the 12 of you listening out there, I, uh, <laughs> driving is not one of my greater gifts. Right. And, um, yeah. and so when I do happen to park... Yes. Like perfectly. perfectly. I mean, after it, it forty was, years. I mean, would you not say that was a perfect parking? Job? John, I think it was a parking like everybody else on the street. They, yeah, yeah. They, you, no, no, you, no. You, no. I mean, and people park crooked. They're they're like 
a foot off the curb. Uh, They're all out in the middle of the street. No, okay. no. Uh, this was a perfect <laughs> right. parking job. <laughs> the the tires you, were aligned. It's so weird. You're smiling like the Cheshire maybe, Cat. Maybe four Whoa. and a half inches from the curb. I mean, it was. So I'm not going to rub the tires. You know, I'm not going to do any harm to the tires on the curb. No, no. Uh, I'm four and a half inches off there and uh, and pulling out, Michael, tonight uh, because I was parked so perfectly. Uh-huh. Uh, I just turned the little tires to the left. Yeah. And, whoosh, and, it, and, that, and that started off your evening great. Yeah. Okay, so then let's talk about when you get here. We get here, you well, park in a parking spot, and yeah, you look yeah, as yeah, though... Yeah. You've dis- you look like one of those guys who just brought yeah. a new Corvette and you're yeah. parked between two lines. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> so I had a little trouble tonight. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was uh, so we you come in, and unlike the daytime, the the parking lot is largely empty yeah. tonight, which There's means you can, you can park nighttime. anywhere. No. The world is your oyster. We're parked Michael. in the boss's spot. Yes, and it, all the spots are open out. It's yeah. it's like a, it's it's like a, a mecca of parking. Totally. And so I will confess, I got a little confused between which yeah. I considered to be yeah. the better parking spot. Yeah. So I took both of them. All right. So here's here's what I'm going to say. Crooked. Yeah, it was bad. It but was here's bad. what I'm going to say. Buddy, we've got to get past these simple accomplishments of what a great parking job I had. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, you often... People say to me, what is John Hancock like in real life? And I say, he is the most positive, happy person I know. Very positive. I don't think he ever has a bad day. Often happy. And now the reason I know that he never has a bad day is because any man who can be that proud and that boastful Folks, about the it. way they parked no, no, they, on a it, city street. Let me tell you, Michael, if these people <laughs> if these people would have seen that parking job, oh. it, without exception, they would have said, Wow. Well, that may be the best parking job I've ever seen in my life. And and you just, you know, the thing is, it's not my gift, mm-hmm. driving, parking, no. all that. Most things. And so when you get it, it's kind of like, <clears throat> it's kind of like back in 86, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there I was attending graduate school. Where at? Rutgers University. Woo! And my roommate, Frank That McLaughlin. sounds fancy. Was that expensive? No, it's a, it's a public school. Oh, okay. Uh, it's the poor man's, you know, yeah. private school. Uh-huh. So um, my roommate, Frank McLaughlin. Frank. Yeah, we got up on a on a Saturday morning. It was Saturday morning. And he says, uh, hey, John, you want to go play golf? No, we're not having and this I, conversation. And I said, well, no. you know, Frank. I, <laughs> You're a jerk. I've, I've, <laughs> I've never really played golf before. Oh, but here uh, we go. He said, me and Ray are going out to play some golf on the, uh, on the pitch and putt. And I said, yeah. pitch and putt. What's that? He uh-huh. said, well, they're all par three. Right, holes. not a real course is what that means. <laughs> well, they're part of their ninety hundred yard holes. Oh, okay, <laughs> and uh, and he oh. says, you know, Ray and I it's are like going dunking out. a basketball on a and, six foot rim. And uh, no, <laughs> and I said, you know, Frank, I, I don't have any clubs. He said, we got clubs. You yeah. know, just yeah. come on out, and then we'll go out afterwards and have a beer. Okay. I said, all right, all right, uh, count me in. <laughs> You're a jerk. So we drive down to the. Uh, I think it was in Piscataway, Michael. Uh-huh. And uh, we get on the uh, pitch and putt. And, uh-huh. You know, Frank and, and Ray, pretty good players. You know, they, whoosh, you yeah. know, whoosh, they hit Come the ball on. and it's, you know, soaring. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I'm not doing so well. Right. Because I've never really played golf. How did they So we got to the, I believe it was the fifth hole. And oh, uh, on the boy. pitch and putt. Yeah. And, you know, the pitch and putt. And, and I the never, clown mouth. I never used to be able to shoot first because the first shooter yeah. is the guy that got the, the lowest. The honors, yeah. yeah. So the, plus the clown mouth's in the way. And in the so I'm, I'm always and, the third yeah. shooter. So mm-hmm. there, you know, Frank shoots his ball. Good ball. Uh-huh. 
And then, whoosh, you know, Ray shoots his ball out there. And, come on. And they said, all right, come on, John. And so uh, I step up there with my, uh, I believe it was a nine iron. <laughs> I took the nine iron. I addressed the ball. Okay. And I said, hello, ball. Yeah. And I said, let's do this. Uh-huh. And there I was. I had the left foot forward and the right foot backward. <laughs> I was measuring the ball, taking the club like I you do. I think we all know where this is headed. Like you do. Yeah. And, and uh, then the ball goes. And then back comes the backswing. They're right. Over my well, shoulder. We're, we're, let's talk about and, how the ball is trajectory. And then down comes the club. <laughs> Whoa. And yeah. there it goes, Michael. Yeah. Maybe, maybe four feet off the ground. <laughs> and it's it's going down the fair, whatever that was. <laughs> and it bounces. The red carpet. And green it carpet. bounces. And it bounces. Yeah. And it bounces, and it's on the green, uh-huh. and it's rolling, and it's rolling, and it's rolling. Come on. In to the hole okay. on the fifth tee. First time the, the man went and played golf. And there it was. Line. Frank and Ray were amazed. They were, uh, the, the crowd was going wild. Okay. <sighs> the we, crowd was going we wild. we got to go to the commercial. What? We've got to go to commercial. It was a hole-in-one. Uh, yes, it was a hole-in-one. First time the man's played golf. <clears throat> He, I play literally a, a thousand rounds in my life, and I still don't have one. Mm. And this is what I put up with, folks. This is what it's like playing snooker with them every week. Mm. Hancock, Kelly, late night. The We're NFL insider. The NFL insider is up next. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. Yeah. This is one hell of a night. Now, back to late night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. Substitute for winning in the National Football League. The passion of the pass rush. The rhythm of the running game. The precision of the screen pass. Men will drive and strive and thrive for a title. The Vince Lombardi Trophy. The pinnacle of victory in the National Football League. And joining us now... The insider to the National Football League, our own special guest, John Hancock. Gentlemen, great to be here. Congratulations. Congratulations. What an introduction. We haven't had one of those. That was good. Yeah. What's that? No, I, I like the new music. I like that theme. Well, that, that goes back to the, uh, hold on just a minute. I got it. Hey, Gary, we got a little mix minus on the Opal. So you're going to have to pot him down while we're talking and then pot him back up when he talks. All right. So there we have a little tutorial here in Studio B of KMOX. So, yeah, that is, uh, that's the old classic national NFL films, John Facinda. He did, I don't know, so many films over so many years, John, and, uh, and brought football into the mainstream. And, you know, the NFL was ahead of its time on producing all these films and documentaries, and they and they did it. Uh, and it really, uh, well, they, they created the, the greatest, most popular sport in this country. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's by far number one. I mean, I think it beats all three other of the major sports, hands down. Uh, the NFL, it's a great sport. It's a beautiful sport. It's a shame Stan Kroenke is one of the all-time... <laughs> 
ne'er-do-wells and robbed robbed it from our great city but you know it is what it is yeah no doubt about it so uh speaking of great sports one of the parts of the nfl that's not so great is the pro bowl and the skills challenge and i'm speaking about this after watching what happened in the nba last night is it time that the big sports give up on all-star games john yeah i mean it, it certainly isn't you know what it used to be i mean baseball might be the only one who's still doing it right still doing a good job uh, but i mean the nba they, they don't play any defense at all in the all-star game i mean 211 points i think last night shattered the previous all-time scoring record i mean it just turns into a dunk show and uh long distance three-point contest no one puts a hand up on defense and it's you know not a it's never good when the best part of the game is Charles Barkley calling the plays behind the booth. Yeah, and and that's exactly what was going on. I mean, I I tuned in to watch a little bit of it and uh, the pregame hype, etc. Because you know it's it's boring without football now. So there I am watching the pregame hype, and like you said, Shaq was there and and Charles Barkley. That was exciting. But then when the game started, it just was nobody played defense. They they were scoring all these points, and it was all about trying to be the most valuable player. Well, I don't know how you became the most valuable player. It's just. It was a silly game to me, and it made me think about how silly the NFL's uh, Pro Bowl is and the skills competition, even the NHL. It's just boring. I guess baseball still matters. Are we still uh, playing for? No. Uh, no. no? So no. what are we doing now in, in baseball? It's an all-star game. Yeah. you got the best players in baseball out there, and they're playing baseball. Yeah. The difference between baseball and these other sports is that in baseball, they're playing baseball. Uh, in the other sports, nobody's defending, and nobody's checking in hockey. Nobody's defending in basketball. They're playing flag football uh, in the NFL. So it's just a different, at least in baseball, you're getting a baseball game. Yeah, good point. So, John, I want to take you back to the NFL because uh, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs potentially at the at the precipice of a dynasty in this league. And a lot of coaching changes have been made. And how do you look at the 2024 season? Can the Chiefs three-peat? And if not, who's got the inside? Yeah, well, it's certainly possible that they three-peat. Um, I mean, they have to be the favorites, I think, coming out of the AFC. I mean, I don't know how you're going to go against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. The only active player to have beaten him in the playoffs is Joe Burrow, who was out last year with an injury. He'll be back. Looks like the Bengals are going to franchise tag T. Higgins, their second best receiver. So that offense should be potent. I think the Bengals being back will be a big, uh, big obstacle Kansas City is going to have to deal with. And Jim Harbaugh going to the San Diego Chargers. The Chargers have been the team that's won the offseason, feels like every year for the past four years, and they haven't done anything except blow a 28 point lead in the playoffs to the Jaguars a couple years back. But you have Jim Harbaugh in that locker room leading that team. They get rid of Brandon Staley, who just didn't seem to be a good coach in the slightest. Uh, Justin Herbert, a quarterback. I think the Chargers may be able to give the Chiefs their first actual run for the money in the AFC West next year, and that could be a fun fun storyline to watch play out. Yeah, you know, that was exactly my thought. I think that I think the Chargers, you know, we've been expecting the Chargers now, what, three, four years on? But I think this might be their time. Is their defense capable of taking a team to a to a title game yeah so they got problems on their defensive line i mean they have two of the highest highest contracts in that position with uh bosa on the line and it, they're gonna have to retool quite a bit um but justin herbert it's you know kind of a make or break year for him he's gotten a lot of hype and hasn't had a lot of the scrutiny that you hear from 
that you get for most quarterbacks. Uh, I guess they're kind of second fiddle in L.A., but I, I think their defense can't compete, and it's really going to be on that offense, though. All right, what quarterbacks are – so we're going to have the draft coming up now in a couple of months. It's going to be very watched. A lot of quarterbacks on the board. How do you see the quarterbacks coming? What order and who's taking them? Yeah, so Caleb Williams out of USC is going to be the number one pick to the Chicago Bears. Everyone's high on this guy. Uh, I, you know, honestly, I don't think he's the sure thing that a lot of people are making him out to be, but he is almost undoubtedly going to be the number one pick to the Chicago Bears. You look at the other quarterbacks, you have Drake May out of North Carolina. Uh, he kind of reminds me of another quarterback coming out of North Carolina that went in the first round, if you remember a fellow named Mitch Trubisky. Uh, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't exactly see much out of him. Then you have Jaden Daniels out of LSU. Uh, he is, um, you know, kind of reminds me of Anthony Richardson, the quarterback out of Florida that the Colts picked up last year, who was playing very well in his brief rookie year before he was knocked out with injuries. Uh, but those are probably the top three quarterbacks, and I think there's a chance they go one, two, three in order to start the draft with Jaden Daniels going to Washington and then Drake May going to going to the New England Patriots. Oh, so you think Chicago trades down? Number one pick. I think they keep it and they take Caleb. Ah, I got it. And where does, so where does Fields go? Fields, a lot of talk about him going to the Atlanta Falcons, uh, but that's a bit of a bit of an open question at this point. And, you know, there's some people, Chicago can't seem, they've never been able to get a quarterback, right? One of those crazy, crazy things. So, some talk that they may keep Justin Fields and draft Caleb Williams, so that way you know you're not going to make the wrong decision. Well, but we would be remiss to not bring up Baker Mayfield, uh, a guy who uh, came in uh, with much hype on uh, the draft and really was just a complete fraud. Uh, but this past season has uh, really, stepped really stepped up. Do you up think he's able to uh, continue at the same trajectory he was on this season, next season? Yeah, so look, I mean, Baker, obviously, you know, I've had I've had my strong opinions on Baker, and as I've said, he he earned a level of respect this season. I didn't think he had it in him. I'm willing to say he is no longer a fraud. He's proved himself to be a capable starting quarterback in the National Football League. I, I didn't think I'd see it, I'll be honest. I didn't think I'd see it, uh, but he'll be back in Tampa Bay, and I think, yeah, he'll give me another solid season. You know, he's not going to light the world on fire, but he can be a top Top 20 quarterback, no doubt. He took him to the playoffs, depending on how much they're going to pay him, because I don't think you're going to be able to build a roster if you're paying Baker, you know, $40 million a year. But, you know, depending on what they get him at, I think he can have another good season. Okay, before we let you go, uh, arguably the greatest coach in the NFL is still sitting on the sidelines. Do you anticipate he'll have a team by the beginning of next year? Or do you think he waits it out and uh, – when one of these owners gets impatient, he comes in in the middle of the season. Yeah, so I think that's it for Pete Carroll, unless, of course, you're talking about Bill Belichick. In which case, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't think he's going to get he's going to get a call. Uh, I think he's going to take a year off. Hopefully, doesn't go to the booth or the TV show, uh, one of the pregame shows. I think he he sits a year, and maybe Buffalo opens up, maybe the Cowboys' job opens up, maybe the Eagles' job opens up, and it, there's. Not much out there right now, and if you hold off a year, there may be a premier position coming online where they're willing to take two years of the Belichick show for a shot at the Super Bowl with a roster that's close. And that is our NFL insider, John Hancock from Chicago, Illinois, breaking down all the facts, all the figures, all the hope and hype in the National Football League. John, thanks so much. Have yourself a great uh, week, and we'll talk to you next week here on KMX.
Take care. And when we come back, Michael. King of pain, Braxton Payne joins us right here on KMOX. I have been thinking all evening about how to best say this. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. That's right. Every week that Hancock and Kelly sits in for Late Night, at this time, we are joined by Braxton Payne. He is the King of Pain. Hello, Braxton. How are you, sir? I'm good, gentlemen. Happy President's Day. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I love President's Day. It's a, it's hard to believe. 46 of them, Michael. Yeah. It's well, actually, 45, because one of them was president twice. Yeah. Uh, with a split term. Is that right? Yes. Huh. Grover Cleveland. So there only actually have been 45 people uh, to have the title President of the United States, but there are 46 presidents because the 22nd and the 24th was the same person. Well. How about that? There is a president trying to make it happen again. Yes. Yeah, how about that? Well, Braxton, uh, I hope you have something far more entertaining than talking (laughs) about the amount of individuals that were president of the United States. Well, I think, you know, this time of year, uh, I think me and Michael, we've talked about it several times, you know, with sports. It's kind of the lull after the super bowl we're we're not quite with spring training yet you got the nba you got the nhl but they're not really not in the peak of their seasons yet right and it's still getting dark at too early so he said but but we do have mls starting off this week with the city's first home game will be tomorrow night service you can't beat that here's the question how long is the off season for these guys i mean these soccer players may work harder than any other professional athlete out there in terms of the amount of time they are under contract. Well, they're not playing now. Are they playing now, Rex? The, they 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 had their preseason already. So our first home game is is tomorrow. What? Um, and we this is the Concacaf Champions Cup. Oh, the so this is, uh, or whatever you call it. So this is not is the that? regular season yet. So this is all the champions uh, of of the divisions in North America and South America play in a year-long tournament uh and the first game starts this tuesday and it's a home and away against the houston dynamo well, so how we will do we, play how tuesday do we, how do we qualify if we're not we didn't win the mls the mls so we won we our division. division last year during the regular oh. western, western division. So we won the western division yeah so we qualified with that so now um, we're in so the, we the punk train tournament against uh and we're playing in the punk train tournament against the houston uh, Di- dynamos Dynamo, yep. And so we have a game on Tuesday, but then the regular season home opener is Saturday night at City Park. What? Um, I'll be going to that one. I'm pretty excited to have soccer back, and I think a lot of people are as well. Yeah, but I feel like they – how long is their off season? Like a month, two if, months? Yeah, so they play from February until the end of October, is the end of Jeez. the regular season. And if you make it to um, you know the, the championship, yeah. you will play into the first week of December. So you really only get about six to eight weeks, depending on how good your team goes. That's horrible. Now, will Messi come to St. Louis this year? Yeah, Messi's coming. So Messi will not be in St. Louis this year unless unless we uh, advance in one of these uh, in-season tournaments, Mm. um, which is the CONCACAF, the championship, the U.S. Open Cup. There's three different tournaments. Oh, my. Um, So there could be a possibility that he does – 
come here, but we do play at Miami this year. Okay, so, so every let, other year. Let, oh, all right, so it's a home and away every other but, year. But is, it's possible that Messi's going to be in the Funky Cat tournament, tournament here. Right? Uh-huh. Conquer Cat. <laughs> Yeah. Which state? What is CONCACAF is essentially what? Just North America? Well, it's a conference of American stuff. And oh, I think caps. it's all like the North American countries participate, yeah, right? Yeah, Canada up yeah. there. The you, got, uh, you got, you know, Belarus. Central Sorry. America, Panama. He's, he's, he, notice he's throwing shade at the world's most popular sport. No, now, I love this is a clown. This is a clown who plays a game that about 12 people in the world know about called snooker. But he's throwing shade at soccer, Braxton. No, I love soccer. Kicking the yeah, ball. Yeah, I mean, out when, when you go to that tournament over in, in London, I mean, yes. how big is that arena? How big is that arena? Oh, the oh, Crucible. There'll be about 300 so, people there. No, oh, no, oh. no. So the Crucible <laughs> Theater, they will seat about 3,500 people. Oh, man. And, and uh, uh, no seat. We're going to have be, thumb wrestling no as entertainment between be, games? No seat will be vacant uh, at the Crucible. Right. Yes. Right. Hey, Brax, what, is the core of our team back? Berkey is the, the keeper. We had uh, Tim Parker on defense. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, your buddy, so Hans. Most of our team. Klaus. Yeah. Klaus. Uh, Gio Kini was one of the probably more notable strikers. He's gone. Gio Kini. Where did um, he go? He went to uh, some team in Italy, I believe. Oh, mm. so he's left the MLS. Yes, he has wow. left the MLS. Wow. So yeah, so we have the good core of our team. Uh, Thanks I, I for do the think loyalty, Gio Kini. We we saw last year at the end of the season. I it, you know we were kind of you know obviously a first year team. We played a different style of soccer than than most teams play. I think by the end of the year, we you know the teams were starting to figure us out. They were on interesting us. if we yeah if we're going to be able to you know have that. You know, I think they won four of their first five games last year. I mean, that's a great way to start off the season. Yeah, and then um, we got Coach, uh, uh, you know, what's his name, uh, the coach? Bradley. Yes, Bradley, uh, core uh, whatever his name is. And uh, so is he going to is he gonna adapt the style this coming season because everybody kind of is on to him? Do you, do you think he's uh, Bradley is going to move some things around a bit? Well, I think well, what I would do, and I, this is what proof in the preseason tournament or the preseason play, uh, the limited exposure that you get to see in preseason is that they're going to continue to do the style of soccer where they essentially push offense, 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 and then they allow for you know the other team if if they can get those uh, odd man breaks the other way. But their high risk, high reward is definitely what he did last year. I mean, they did finish in first place. You know, we did get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, but I don't expect that to change too much. Brax, you're a season ticket holder, and uh, it was exciting to get to go to that stadium last year uh, for the first time. But I noticed uh, the last several weeks going by the stadium, there's been some construction going on. Are they adding seats or just adding in new experiences inside the stadium? So, yes, yeah, so they, they are adding there eventually, I think in 2025 or 2026, there is an option where they can add seats um, at about a thousand more seats that they have talked about doing. I'm not sure if that's been confirmed or not. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that a lot of people talked about is, you know, the first year of, of an expansion team is we were all very excited. New city, new stadium. And then is there, is there going to be a second year drop off? Uh, I'm not experiencing that on Saturday. They had their preseason party at the Armory, which was attended by over a thousand people. Wow! Um, just for their preseason party, where the you know the players come on stage, you know, throw their things, and they sign autographs wow. and things like that. 
So I, I don't I don't expect it. I will say that the secondary market, if you if you didn't get a good chance to go last year and you want to buy tickets, this is definitely the year to do it. Um, it you know tickets range on the secondary market for last year anywhere between 150 you know to 500 dollars a ticket. Um, you're seeing a more under a hundred dollars seats now, especially for tomorrow night. I just looked online. I mean, you can get you can get into the stadium without even secondary markets for around fifty or sixty dollars. Oh, not bad. So walk me through. You park the car. Uh, walk me through a game day experience at uh, St. Louis City Park. Yeah. So so in Midtown or Downtown West, excuse me. Uh, so you have right there. Uh, right by the Schlafly, which is where the St. Louisans, which is the supporters groups, right. uh, they have their tailgate party. So you can park your car, you can, or you know, you Uber down, you can walk over there. They have outdoor, they have food trucks, you know, beer, uh, and then outside well, the stadium, they outside have, the stadium, wow. yeah. So it's, it's it's essentially like a tailgate, but a little yeah. different than like a football tailgate, where you know, football tailgate, you bring your own barbecue, you know, you bring your own cooler. With this, it's more like a uh, you know, like a food truck almost. event. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. And so around 45 minutes to the game, uh, the supporter section, they will march into the stadium where they have uh, their songs, their megaphones, you know, their drums as they march around uh, 20th, 22nd Street, I believe it is, into that, that side of the stadium. Um, and what I love to do, I mean, so I like to do that. I don't, I don't usually do the march, but even in the front of the stadium, you know, Purina is one of the, is the, obviously one of the big sponsors. They have a little dog show that they'll put out there. You can get some local wine, you can get some beer and just hang out. And there's usually a DJ or some type of live act, um, which they do a really good job at. And then I like to get to the stadium a little early, uh, settle into my seat. And then that's, I mean, the announcements parts, especially when it's still dark like this. Um, when they could have the whole stadium dark and then they light it up red, which actually they did the first home game by accident. Uh, there was actually a, a glitch in the television screens. And since then, they just continued to do oh, that cool. red out. Yeah, it is an, an unbelievable experience. Hey, thanks for telling us about that. Before we let you go, um, the regular listeners know that you are a new father and your mm-hmm. baby's going to be a year old, right? Like now. She was a year old yeah. yesterday. Was yesterday. Her birthday. Yeah. And and what what are you doing? Is she walking and teeth and what what happens yet. when you're a year old? Oh yes. So she has you know two bottom teeth. Uh, she's I like to say walking more more like walking like a, a Braxton on a Saturday night after several <laughs> cocktails. That's kind of how she's walking right now. Um, but yesterday we we celebrated her birthday. We went to the pitch, which is right there on there by the soccer stadium. Um, it's a nice little restaurant there in Union Station, and we had her with well, those couches and things at this restaurant. So she just played on the couches, and the next thing you know, she's running around the whole restaurant, you know, saying hi to everybody that will will show her any attention. Um, but her favorite thing to do right now is when she gets a little fussy, or in general, she loves the movie Trolls, uh, and she'll just watch that. You turn it on, and no matter where she is, she she'll come sprinting, and she'll just stare at that television. Um, but that's definitely what she loves. Hard to believe they made a movie about Hancock like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he is Braxton Payne. He's the king of pain. He's kind enough to join us, Brax. Yes, Have he a is. great night. Thanks, Brax. Thanks, We'll be back after this right here on the Mighty Mighty Mox. I got to tell you about deliveries when we come back. Are you working on a night Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On King of OX. You know how the world is, like, spinning so fast now? Like, 
he, everything seems to be happening quicker, I'm right? I'm pretty sure like, it's spinning about the same rate it's always spun. No, but I mean, things are happening quicker, oh, right? Yeah, like the, things, the, everything's yes. easier to get. We're able to do this. Uh, you know, the world's just kind of speeding up in terms of our abilities. Yeah, the global marketplace. Yeah, heck, they even are selling cars that will drive you around now without a human in it. You know, you can just whatever. Wow. But so... I moved to the Central West End about five or six years ago. Has now. it been that long? I think it has, yeah, since oh. before COVID. Yeah. So five or six years ago, and at, when I did that, I, I had a, a spare bedroom, a bathroom. First time I had two bathrooms uh, in a place where you can, you know, host people. You, yeah, they, you know, go use the. They got their own bathroom, bathroom over there. Right. Yeah. So uh, my mom had hooked me up, and she had said, look, you get these little hand towels, yeah, and they're disposable little, like, I don't know, fancy um, uh, the quad paper folds. towels. We call them the quad folds. There they're they're folded four times, right. and they're, they're the uh, rectangular in shape, and right. you put them in a little dispensary Yeah, there, got a little dispenser there, the and then, you know, and, most people yeah. use the towel, but this is like when I have company over. Oh, fancy stuff. So, yeah. It's like, like at the club, when you go to the club. Uh, hello. Like, you, yeah, you know, they see, got the little like you there. feel like you're living, yeah, you know, yeah. on, on the Ritz. Well, yeah. football season, I get a lot of people passing through the house, coming in to watch games and of go course. to the bathroom and they wash their hands and blah, blah, blah. Going to the bathroom. So I started going through these paper towels or these paper, you know, disposable towels. Yes, hand uh, so dryers. The, I can't find them at any of the the, the particular What's ones unique that I about like. These, uh, I, they, they've got my, uh, the K. They, they have a K on them. They've got a K on the yes. towel. So. So if, you, if your name happens to be Smith or Jones, or, yeah, you don't want these. Uh, you don't want these towels, no. uh, because they got a K on them. So uh, you know, I, I can't find Kelly, them at Snooks. I can't find them over at Target. Yeah. You know, I don't go to the nobody other stores. has the Ks. They, they are sold out of Ks. Yeah. Well, you got to go to the cereal aisle to get the special K. I mean, that's the only way you can find right. the Ks. So what I decided to do, or what I've done, is I've discovered on Amazon. Yeah. I know Amazon. Oh yeah, that I can order them there. So They've got the K towels. In the four or five years I've lived in the West End, yeah. I've probably ordered these towels three times. Now, they come in how many? What's the quantity? Maybe like, like 50 to 100. Get 100 Ks. You get 100 of them. And oh. then, you know, so I, I've probably, in the, you know, gone, ordered three times. And you probably have in the stack there or in the bathroom probably 20. 20. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If, right. yeah. 15. So, I, so you I, got 100K towels in there Sunday, somewhere in the closet. Super Bowl Sunday, I noticed, man, I'm running the low. The towels are gone. Uh, so Monday, have no the K. day after Super Bowl, yeah. I, I I order the 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 paper towels. Yeah, there they are. Or the, the little hand towels. What do these things cost? Uh, 18 bucks or something. Nineteen dollars for a hundred towels? I think so. They're, they're, Hold they're on, paper. let me do a little but math here. Just, just knock it off. Hundred towels. But here's the deal. Eighteen. I'm not lying to you when I tell you I expected they'd be there in a couple of days. Three hours later, these things throw, showed up. What? Yes, I get a notice that says your paper towel, your hand towels have been delivered, and I'm thinking, well, three hours. I didn't pay for same day delivery. No. It was it was just the regular prime delivery. Somewhere they showed up in three hours in the Greater St. Louis. Think about think about what that's a great messed country up. That, if you think about no, it, no, think it's about what a great country. messed up. This is a great country, Mike. That I ordered those on a Monday, and three hours later yes, they're telling me they're at their my house, and they didn't charge me like no uh, eighteen dollars for a hundred. You go to the post office and you say, we'll "I want to be sure yeah. this gets there tomorrow 18, morning." 20, they charge 20. you an arm and a leg. That that's slightly over fifty cents a towel. 
So your your people that are going to your bathroom there. And why are you why are you judging on me? You have them in your house they're too. They're washing their they're washing yeah, they're, their they're, hands. They're eating up fifty cents. And then they, they pick up one of your K towels yeah, there. Remember, most of my friends cents. are dudes. Boom, they're throwing it they're away. They're not using the, the 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 that. They're just they're washing their hands here, but, and but using the regular hand towel. Here is the beauty, yeah. the beauty of America. But it makes me look classy to the girls who. Oh come well, you got the big. Are yeah. they gold? The K is no, it gold? No, it's a blue. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm more of a blue guy. <laughs> I, I leave gold to you Republicans for your tennis shoes and so, toilets. But here's the beauty. So clearly, there's a warehouse nearby. Must be. Uh, Within three hours of my house. And it's it's nearby. And in this warehouse, they've got so much stuff. Think about the stuff they've <laughs> they got in this warehouse. They can get it delivered in three they, hours. And, and so they get, a, they get a thing on the internet, and it says, I need 100 of these hand towels with a K on it. Yeah. And they said, aha. They're right here. We've got that. Yep. It's over here on shelf 17 on the third rack. Well, and the fact that it got to my house and they picked the it same out day that I and they delivered it, it, it to silly. your house. And they didn't charge me more this for it. This is a great country. I guess that's a great country. This is a great country. That it, I'll tell you what, it was awfully convenient. Yes. Now, it wasn't convenient an, with a K, yeah, one might say. <laughs> but it, it wasn't an important, you know, purchase. It wasn't something I needed. It's actually something that if I was still waiting for it to arrive right now, I wouldn't be, you know, I'd be okay well, with it. But you got, you know, I know you have these overnight guests. So, uh, I mean, yeah. the people got to dry their hands. Yes, you you got to be able to wash and dry after your spending hands. spending a night with you. So he's, uh, he's Michael Kelly. When we come back, <laughs> it's our weekly visit with Maria Kina. We but can't first wait we for have that. the news right We got here. the news from Maria Kina. It's a whole lot of Maria Kina coming on right here on KMOX.